0: Welcome to 90 Day Fiancé, where two attorneys with too much time on their hands discuss our mutual love for the most entertaining reality show on television, 90 Day Fiancé. I'm Christine. And I'm Mai. And this is 90 Day Fiancé.
1: Hola. Xin chào. (laughs) Were you trying to say xin chào? Xin chào. It's, uh, it's, I mean, it it sounds more Chinese than it is Vietnamese. (laughs)
0: Okay, wait. Say it one more time. Let me try it again. Xin chào. Xin chào. Xin chào. Xin chào.
1: Wow. Okay. So that's what? What? What is that? Christine? I've been
0: practicing for two days. I've been trying to learn how to say hello in Vietnamese, and then I was like, "This is really hard." I was watching videos because apparently it's a tonal language.
1: It is. Yeah, it's a tonal language, and there's different variations of it too. Yeah,
0: yeah. so then I was like, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to try Korean instead. And <laughs>
1: that was even worse. Though. What is Korean?
0: Oh,
1: you know what? Your accent is a lot better than the, your Vietnamese oh. accent. It sounded more Korean. I, I, I'm not <laughs> Korean. I don't know if that's right at all, but it sounded Korean.
0: You know, uh, Devin sometimes has like a little Korean accent when she's saying stuff
1: sometimes she has an australian accent too
0: (laughs) but nick doesn't
1: nick doesn't but devin does
0: (laughs) Uh, how are you i'm okay so obviously we are releasing this a day
1: late this week we did yeah
0: it's a hectic weekend
1: Yeah, what happened there?
0: So basically, we ended up in the ER on Saturday because Anand cut his foot and um, he cut like the bottom of his foot pretty badly and his toe. But I tried to clean it up and like patch him up and everything. And meanwhile, there is blood everywhere in my house. Like there's blood all over his bathroom floor, all over the hallway, all over my shower, all over my bathroom rug, like everywhere everywhere this is blood it looks like a crime scene so i'm like trying to clean him up i'm trying to clean up the house and i think we got him like patched up and like he's just like sitting in a recliner this happened at like 6 p.m right Mm -hmm. and then um so at like 10 p.m he got up and like tried to stand or like walk to the uh, restroom And as soon as he did that, then like the blood started gushing again. Oh my gosh. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess we need to go to the ER. So I went to the ER, he had to get stitches.
1: Okay, but I like how you just skipped over the most important part, which is how did he do it?
0: Oh yeah. So, you know, we had all the flowers from Diwali, and we had a leftover like flower arrangement. And it was finally like a week past. And so I'm like, okay, let's get rid of the flower arrangement. And he was like, well, should we keep the, the vase? I'm like, okay. Okay, yeah, keep the vase, but take out the flowers. So he put the vase perched on, like, the rim of his bathtub. Mm -hmm. and then later on time passes later on in the day uh winston had gone outside and he got his paws all muddy or wet or something so i was like oh just throw him in the tub and rinse off his paws well apparently the vase like tipped off the edge and broke in half you know and ananth had like winston and he was trying to get winston out of the way so that winston wouldn't get cut i guess in the middle of doing
1: that he just stepped right on it so did he just forget that the vase was there? I mean, I'm I, sure he didn't mean to leave it there. don't know. Yeah.
0: And also, like, would, if you saw the vase
1: sitting there and you were going to put the dog in the bathtub, wouldn't you, like, You would move, move it. Move it. Yeah. One would think, but, you yeah. know, yeah. Why do you keep calling it his bathtub?
0: Because we
1: have separate bathrooms. You do?
0: Have had separate bathrooms. Basically, the entirety of our relationship for sanity.
1: Really? I had no idea. I... I can't share a bathroom with anyone, with anyone, a man, with a man.
0: I mean, preferably no one.
1: Mm -hmm. If I could have my own bathroom, why not? So, so in your old townhouse and you guys had a master and the bathroom was in the master, like where? Yes, that
0: was my bathroom. Okay.
1: So you would send him elsewhere? Like he would go downstairs?
0: No, there's another bathroom upstairs.
1: Oh, okay. In that house. And you guys are responsible for cleaning your respective bathrooms? I mean, we have a housekeeper who comes.
0: She generally cleans the bathroom, but uh. Uh-uh. I'll clean his bathroom still.
1: Oh, okay. So this is really for... Me. The health of your marriage. (laughs) Yes,
0: it is. Even before we were married.
1: Yeah. I think Jackie would love it if she had her own bathroom. Well, no. She would want us to do every single thing together 24-7. I was going to say, I don't know if Jackie would love that. Yeah, but I am the messier one. So I think she's... Ever since, you know, we've been together, I can feel that she's practicing an immense amount of (laughs) restraint with like the things that she would say to me about how I fold things or how I organize the fridge and stuff like that. Just purely for the health of our relationship. I get it.
0: Mm
1: How was your friends giving it was really good. Um, it was really fun. There was a ton of good food. Um, you know what I'm realizing is, and, and I sort of noticed it at your Diwali party as well, but now I'm going to another party. I'm realizing that I'm starting to adjust to fame of being a famous podcaster. <laughs> you know you you go to these things and you just want to fit in you just want to have a good time and 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 (laughs) hang out with people but but you know they look at you differently now and so and so i just have to figure out how to kind of make them feel heard and welcome and that and that i i'm just one of them and i was literally just one of them like a month ago
0: It's hard to relate with the regular folks. It is. Now.
1: It is. It's been a struggle, but I'm I'm starting to adjust to it. Um, so anyways, it was really fun. We, we um, you know, it, it's my friends hosted the party and, and a bunch of her friends are foodies. So when you have a bunch of foodies hosting a friend, doing, uh, attending a friendsgiving and everybody's bringing over the top amazing food, like you can't ask for anything better than that. I brought my Don Angie lasagna and the mm-hmm. salad and I, I didn't even want to try it because I I just wanted to make room to eat everything else. So I don't even know if what I made turned out okay or not. Oh, well. I'm sure it was delicious. People were very complimentary. But then again, I'm, you know, they're around celebrity. <laughs> they're around a celebrity. So they just wanted to be, you know, flattering because they wanted to be nice because I'm a celebrity and they're excited. But who knows? Yeah.
0: You know, just just last weekend, someone sent me a picture when they ran into you in their hotel lobby and said, I just met my favorite podcaster
1: oh i that happened a few times that weekend so i can't remember who (laughs) but um yeah i'll protect their anonymity yeah it's just the life the lifestyle that we we have to deal with you know and it's it's okay it's okay i'm okay with it so what do you think of this episode
0: Um, it was pretty good it was okay it seemed fast what do you think
1: it was fast. I was drunk on rosé. So that was, it made the episode go by a lot faster, I think.
0: You know, you got me into Blanc de Blanc now. Not that I drink. Really? <laughs> you went out and you bought a bottle? I did buy some Blanc de Blanc for Diwali. I didn't have it. I don't know. You missed out. I bought it just because you mentioned it. And I was like, uh, if my likes it, it must be good. And then um, I went to Central Market earlier. and Then they had some Blanc de Blanc on sale and i was like oh that's a good price but you know we still have all the all of this leftover wine from the party and i doubt it will be drunk anytime soon so
1: but wait what did you taste it though yeah I did. And you liked it. And I liked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, we, we should note that to the listeners that you don't drink very much, if at all. So it's very rare for you to even comment on. I did used to drink, though. You used to, but you haven't from the last, like, what, eight, nine years? Not really. No. I drink. I drink sometimes, like. You drank at my house once. You had, like, one glass, and you were sick the next day.
0: I wasn't sick. I just had a headache. I'm just, like, a lightweight. Yeah, you're a lightweight. Okay. Anyways, so this is season 10, episode 7. Speak now or forever hold your peace. Now that is definitely in the vows. That is
1: in the vows, yeah. Who do you want to start with? Let's start with Nick and Devin. Mm-hmm. The great proposal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so they started out in the hanbok shop. Did I say it? Mm-hmm. Hanbok? I think so. And... <laughs> my favorite thing was like he was like oh look at this and then he was like oh no wait actually this is for a prostitute (laughs) and then she was like oh this is cute and he was like no I can't wear that because it's gonna make my face look too long I've noticed that Asian people are very conscious, not self-conscious, but conscious about, like, face shapes. Getting, like, the V-chin and all yeah. this stuff.
1: It's, like, very... I think that's true.
0: Apparently there's, like, a, a filter that a lot of Korean people use, or Korean girls at least, that, like, elongates you. I don't know. Hmm. Anyways, I think Devin looks adorable
1: when she puts on her little outfit. They both look cute. So, a bit of context. This is, we're talking about them going to like... Like a traditional clothing. Right, a traditional clothing store to get all dressed up um, so they can go to this temp, right? And so, did did you catch that they, was it like a rental outfit or was it... I'm sure. Yeah, you have to rent it, I'm right? guessing
0: it was yeah, a rental shop. Um, I thought it was funny how he said that oh we're gonna go take engagement photos and I was legit expecting like a photographer to come and meet them and then he has like a selfie
1: stick yeah I he, he I didn't notice that that was their engagement photos
0: <laughs> I was like oh this is this is okay I was just
1: more focused on him teaching her the Korean heart with the, with yeah, the poses because yeah. that is very Korean mm-hmm. it was really cute I thought they looked really adorable and they seemed like they really have a lot of fun together
0: yeah it was really cute um the place that they were at was like pretty cool too yeah it looked
1: really pretty it's like an
0: old fortress or something he said but mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. turned into a
1: park yeah I thought yeah. it was cool and his proposal was nice it could have been better no it was I mean it was fine I I thought it was it was underwhelming though like you get all dressed up to go to this special spot what was he supposed to do like it's just simple she's a simple girl he could have said some uh, something nicer he didn't really say anything that was that like sweet
0: when Ananth proposed. I'm pretty sure like his brain left his entire body. Like he panicked and all he said was like, will you marry me?
1: Oh. Wait, so how did Ananth propose to you? You guys were in San Francisco?
0: You know the story
1: already. I don't remember. This was like a hundred years ago. Excuse me. I remember how you... Because I literally just got engaged. You got (laughs) engaged like ten years ago.
0: Well, apparently we got engaged in San Francisco because according to Ananth, I once told him that I wanted to get engaged in front of the Golden Gate Bridge uh-huh. I'm pretty sure I never said this. Wrong
1: girlfriend.
0: Yeah, that's what I tell him all the time. I'm like, he's like, no, you said it would be cool. I'm like, okay. I was probably looking at a photo and said it would be cool. It doesn't mean I want to do it. But anyways, it was fine. I knew we were getting engaged on this trip. He was actually up in Silicon Valley. What's the school up there? There's a lot of Stanford. Stanford. Okay. I think. As a really beautiful campus. Anyways. He was up there for school because he was doing his mba at the time and um so wait anand got his
1: mba from stanford
0: no he got his mba from yes in spain in barcelona but they were in uh gemba a global executive mba program mm-hmm. and they traveled all around the world like oh. they went to brazil they went to china that's right he was mainly in barcelona but they did go to a lot of other places so okay anyways they were up there and then my family was meeting us and so we all met like um, we all drove down to San Francisco and then he told me that I don't even remember Uh, there was a photographer who met us but I don't remember what excuse he gave me yeah for why the photographer was there anyways I already knew we were getting engaged so it was pointless for him to make up a story but so the photographer met us in like this park we walked around and then took us over with like a view of the Golden Gate Bridge and then Anand uh, got down on one knee and proposed. It was really pretty. People were like clapping.
1: Mm, it could have been better or not.
0: They knew I was going to be famous. So they were like, we have <laughs> the same history. So anyways, he proposed. And then my family like ran up after that.
1: Mm, he could have proposed to you at the Taj. <laughs> he could have, but we've never been to the Taj. So. But if he had gone, if he had taken you to the Taj, that would have been it. Yeah,
0: I probably would have been annoyed at the journey to get to the Taj. yeah
1: it's annoying it's okay yeah
0: um but it does seem like they're like heading straight back to america
1: no they yeah i i was apparently very wrong last week but yeah they're definitely had that one dinner with his parents went to this castle place (laughs) was it a castle what is it Temple. He said it was,
0: it used to be a fortress and now it's a
1: park. Okay. And then they're back in Seoul and then they're going, mm-hmm. they're going to fly to Arkansas. So I'm just kind of shocked. It sounds like they have to, they have to have been there for a week and maybe they just edit out a ton. Yeah,
0: of- I think she probably came for a week because why yeah. would you
1: fly all the way to Korea for like two days? Yeah, it's very far. That's exhausting. There's no way. So,
0: but you know, she's 23. So
1: you have a lot more energy when you're Still, 23. Two days and it's not yeah. deep. To fly to Korea, like the flight alone is expensive. Yeah, but that's I think that's it, right? Like I don't think there was anything. Yeah, there wasn't much. There going was nothing. On. Yeah.
0: I'm curious, like,
1: she seems very, um, just, like, simple. Uh, not, she's very nice and down to earth.
0: Yeah. She's
1: very down to earth.
0: Nice and just, like, nothing crazy about her. Just goes
1: with the flow, right?
0: Yeah, but I'm just curious as to how, like, how did she end up in Australia and then she met this Korean guy and all. Like, I want more backstory on her. I just want to know more about her.
1: Mm, yeah. Maybe
0: we'll find out once they get to Cersei.
1: Was she also there for school?
0: I don't know. That's a thing. Like I don't know anything about this girl.
1: But okay.
0: Um. Yeah. So there wasn't much going on there.
1: No. No. I think every every storyline during this episode were all pretty short. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't anything um that super fascinating or interesting except for I want to say <laughs> Clayton and Anna Lee. Um. But okay. So do you want to move on to Sophie and Rob? I guess. Yep. Your favorite your favorite guy the stud muffin of a man
0: as soon as they did the opening shot of LA I was like oh
1: oh my god all the b-roll I was I was so out of it because for a second I didn't even know which 90 day we were watching (laughs) and the b-roll for LA I was like are they in Mexico yeah yeah. and Jackie's like no it's LA why would they be in Mexico (laughs) but um sophie's still in her rental house she's still pissed as fuck um well rob has been given the green light to come over so they can talk so he does his best to bring wait, a single rose
0: a single red rose but wait wait wait. before that she was like i'm not going to your house right now and the producer is like because it's disgusting <laughs> yeah, it <was> so funny <laughs> <laughs> like yeah girl um but yeah as you said he comes up with a single fucking red rose
1: and he was so proud of himself
0: oh my god
1: do you think he bought that rose or he just like stole it from somebody's <laughs> garden
0: he probably like bought it from the guys that sell roses and oranges on the side of that's the
1: right under the like under the freeway yeah yeah Yeah, he comes over to apologize, but I didn't actually hear like a real genuine apology. No, what I did hear was you should be grateful that I didn't do more.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Like his whole excuse was like, it could have been a a lot worse. Mm -hmm. But you know, I did what I did. But you know, it could have been worse. And I could be doing a million other things. I'm like, dude, really? Like this is your story.
1: Mm -hmm. And it's your fault because you weren't here. So it's it's because of the situation we were in a long distance relationship so it comes with the territory right yeah
0: which makes absolutely no sense because okay if you were just chatting with these girls then what's the difference get on facetime with your girlfriend like if it was just video or if it was just a text message then why do you need to talk to another girl what else were you doing
1: well maybe sophie refused to send him porn of herself maybe maybe that's not what sophie does
0: she used to be on only fans she can't send a nude to her boyfriend
1: i so that's the thing i i think she does send it to him but i think he likes variety the man enjoys a bit of a buffet it's disgusting
0: i like how he was like i mean i've been a little bit slow to you know get away from my single man tendencies like what the fuck is that supposed to mean (laughs) like do we think that
1: this is all he's been doing is like chatting with these girls online uh the answer is no no i i the answer is no, but I don't know because this was two years ago right after COVID. What if like he just, there was no nobody was out and about for him to do stuff with anyways. So I don't know. I mean, do I think he would? Yes, I think he would. But did he actually? I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. 100% he would.
1: Yeah. But I, I do think that it's like she, she was pretty, she was calling him out on all the bullshit for sure. But what he doesn't get is that apparently this has happened before. So he seems to act like this is the first time it happened.
0: Right, and this is where my butt comes in is she says that this has happened before and she told him if you do it again then i'm leaving you and now he's done it again and she didn't leave him so basically now she has zero credibility Mm -hmm. so he's just gonna do it again and again like because he knows that he can just like bring her a single red rose Mm -hmm. and then she's gonna be like okay and also he was like i'm gonna make it up to you i brought you a rose that's the start i was like no (laughs) like dude Like, you used to give roses to, like, your teacher in high school. A single red rose. Like, you used to pass them out in, like, the hallway at school. Like, what the fuck,
1: dude? I don't think it's appropriate to give your teacher a single red rose. (laughs) (laughs) Only me? Only you. Why were you giving your teacher single red roses? That's so fucking weird. I
0: should say, like, it's it's a nothing gesture was my point.
1: (laughs) When I was a lot younger. Uh Uh-huh. You're still so young. I'm still young, but when I was a lot younger Uh and I was in a very long-term relationship and you know about this relationship, but we would fight quite a bit because I was with a crazy person. And so, and and I always felt like I was never heard, right? Mm -hmm. So once in a blue moon, I would freak out and just get really fucking pissed because I was just like, it's insane that you never hear me. And then when that would happen, I would get like, a ginormous bouquet of red roses red roses, but it's not even like a beautiful bouquet of red roses. It's like the kind of bouquet where it's like you send to a funeral. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It comes on an easel. Yeah, it comes on
1: <laughs> an easel. And and I was just be like, live it. Because I'm like, this is not what I'm saying. Like, right, like right. I just fucking hear me. That's all I'm asking for, yeah. you know. But no, it's just, I don't know what's worse, a, a bouquet or a single red rose. But-
0: <laughs> Read the room, people. Mm-hmm. Um, so what else? Anything else?
1: Nothing happened with these two.
0: Yeah. Nothing. It was all like short,
1: very short. Yeah. A lot
0: of like couples, but nothing happening. So, yeah. Um, all right. So, let's go to Rochester to visit Ashley and Manuel. Let's
1: go to therapy.
0: They're eating ceviche at a sports bar.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, this is after <laughs> they have gone to therapy where, yes. where he refused to open at all, like to participate in any conversations mm-hmm. Where he basically tells everyone that he doesn't trust Ashley with his children because he thinks she has a temper.
0: <laughs> yeah. So was it like does he think that she's gonna scare the kids, or does he think that his kids are like not well behaved and she's gonna get pissed?
1: Like I didn't really follow his story here. He I I don't know anything about his kids, and he didn't really say. It. He says that they're teenagers. I think they're twelve and fourteen. But he said that she pretty much goes from she goes from 0 to 100 like super fast and he can't trust that it's almost like she doesn't know how to control her temper so is it like do you think she's abusive like I don't understand like it sounded like no
0: I think that I think it's just very much like a gender roles cultural type situation here Uh where she never shuts up and like he just feels like her talking is like her nagging like 100% of the time and like i think that's like the crux of all their issues is that she just annoys him like she just talks too much
1: but she wouldn't nag if she felt like he actually talks back or listens to her
0: well yeah of course but my point is he's never going to change so i don't is she just like dictmatized and that's the entire, like, reason she's with this guy? Because I don't see any other appeal to their relationship besides they have good sex.
1: I mean, his dick must be some magical dick.
0: <laughs> well, it's magical sex. Sex
1: magic. He's not attractive. He doesn't really... Sh- There's nothing about him that we know of because he won't share anything with to her. Um, He's kind of a chauvinist.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Like, he's very macho and... He- he's never going to change that about himself so if she wants him to be like give her respect and all this other stuff she might as well be lo- like start looking elsewhere
1: well yeah i don't know why she's hanging on to this i don't see him mm-hmm. adding any value at all no. so they go to the sports bar they talk about it, and he's pretty much like therapy's stupid i'm never doing <laughs> yeah. it
0: he said it only helps gringos and babies are you a
1: little baby only how gringos and baby. <laughs> I would have slapped the shit <laughs> yeah. yeah and then they leave and this is where I'm the most annoyed when whenever you're having a fight or you're agreeing to disagree or whatever right and you're trying to resolve this fight and the other person just leaves the conversation like he they're out and about and he's like I'm just gonna walk home yeah, yeah. like what a fucking child I
0: mean that's the most infuriating thing is like when you're like pissed like mm-hmm. when you're just like like so angry or frustrated with a person and then they're just like completely silent, there is nothing more infuriating. Like you just want to like, like, why won't you talk to me? You know, like it's so annoying, like mm-hmm. you said,
1: so yeah. But yeah, I don't see this going very well. Do you think they're going to stay together? I don't know. Do you, think, do you think he actually cares about having his private life private? Or he's just doing it to like,
0: his macho point mm-hmm. I don't know uh, do you think he has a wife
1: in ecuador or like another lady maybe yeah i mean that wouldn't shock me then if he's that macho he might feel entitled to Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. to
1: have something back home you know like because that's just what men do right
0: i mean overall like i don't know i just i'm not invested i'm not like interested in their storyline it's kind of like he's kind of good tv because he just doesn't give a fuck
1: he gives zero fuck yeah
0: but at the same time it's not like blatantly obvious that he's you know like using her so it's not like you know it's not like old 90 day couples where you can like talk
1: about that but it's just kind of boring. Well in the coming up next it's pretty clear that he expects to send home at least 300 a month uh-huh. and so I'm not saying that that's using her because that's a very normal immigrat- immigrant story where you mm-hmm. come to the US and you send money home and unfortunately he's not able to work right now so his wife would have to send money home for him right mm-hmm. Um, but It doesn't seem like she knew that was expectation.
0: Yeah, that was my only pause. It was like, okay, obviously it's a given he's going to send money home, especially when his kids are there. And Mm -hmm. as they touched on like in the beginning episodes, he's like the provider for his whole family. So it's like, duh, like you should have seen that coming. But yeah it seems like he didn't mention this to her at all but at the same time the other thing about like the whole machismo thing i don't foresee any instance of him like never working like i feel like as soon as he can work he'll go find a job
1: oh yeah like i i agree i don't think he's a lazy guy i feel like he he, he's probably dying to work right yeah but i I do think it's weird that they haven't had that conversation yeah but i feel like that's partially her fault too no I, i of course it's both of their faults for sure i feel like they don't they now so now we know that they don't talk about anything. Yeah. Nor do they Basically. talk about the important things. <laughs> whereas whereas our next couple literally cannot shut up period because that's all they do is talk. All Justin and Nikki do is talk. They just talk so fucking much. In circle. I mean,
0: mainly Nikki though. Mainly Nikki. Yeah. But Justin has been on Duolingo for 892 days, meaning 892 days.
1: 2 years? Um, a little less than 2 years? No,
0: 360, that's what. Oh, 360. A s- little oh, yeah. more
1: than 2 years. So do you think he you think he's done a better job than closet mom she was on duolingo for like five minutes
0: (laughs) well she said gracias this week (laughs) she did not say te amo amo. um well he said that uh he wants to be ready for anything nikki says to him and if it's nasty he will know about it (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like okay Justin anyways their little storyline starts out and they're at like some little bazaar some little market and she's like is this like the Turkish bazaar I'm like (laughs) no girl it's not But why didn't he take her to Moldova? That's a missed opportunity. That is a missed Especially opportunity. Especially when this, this place looks like Mickey is definitely not going to want to shop here.
1: Maybe this place has more like traditional clothing. and
0: I didn't see any.
1: Like maybe Moldova is full of Victoria's Secret or whatever.
0: <laughs> it could be.
1: And Abercrombie and Fitch, who knows? Abercrombie and Fitch is like so popular in Europe. It's coming back.
0: Yeah, it is coming back here. But like in Europe, like in Paris, they have like a giant Abercrombie store. Really?
1: I don't remember. Yeah,
0: I don't get it. Um, Do you think that he would be like as bothered about her makeup and her clothes and everything if she was not trans?
1: No, I, I think I would be equally bothered even if she wasn't trans. I don't think the issue is because she's trans. I think she's just over the top. She just looks like Barbie. Yeah. You know, she looks like a malfunction Barbie. Yeah, a uh, disfigured Barbie is the word I was looking for. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I like it when he was talking about her big boots, and the prof- <laughs> the producer was like, "Boobs." <laughs> and he was, he was like, not Boots, <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Yeah. That's so funny.
1: But I, I think I, I didn't take what was happening, like him trying to take her shopping. I think it's very normal. Like, this is the one man in this show to, to actually give his partner some kind of expectation. Like, mm-hmm. this is how you behave in front of my parents. This is a cultural thing. I, yeah. I want them to accept you, you know, right. like unlike TJ or all the other 90 day guys or Gino, like who doesn't give their partner any kind of notice any kind yeah. of, you know, like basically setting their partners up to fail. But Justin is actually trying to get Nikki to be comfortable, like, in an, in a new environment. And and Nikki just is not understanding that at all.
0: She doesn't receive anything that he says. Like, everything he says, she takes it as an affront on her. Love. Just, yeah, like, like she feels like he's not comfortable with her. And everything that he says backs that up.
1: Yeah, she's very defensive about it. It's annoying. He said she's a hunt hungry woman from america <laughs> yeah no he said something else he also said you are so aggressive you eat me yeah he said he went and made the breakfast because she's scary <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, it's really full of good one liners yeah but don't you think she looked way better when she got like dressed and did her makeup to meet his parents
1: yeah jackie was like very in awe of the of the result she thought that Nikki had never looked better
0: yeah she looked her body looked better in that dress her hair and makeup looked better like i was like girl maybe we need to reevaluate. Yeah, but that's not her thing. Like she doesn't like that. She's very glam. Yeah. She's into full glam. And she's a makeup artist, whatever, but I I don't know. She's just such a bitch to him. I don't like it. Like obviously it's stemming from insecurity or it's just for the show and this is the storyline they're
1: going with,
0: but like I just she's just being such a bitch about everything
1: like yeah but I I, I feel like she's kind of is being performative with her bitchiness
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's what I'm saying like maybe it's all the storyline for and, the
1: show yeah I feel like she's performing quite a bit and
0: because the other thing was like he was he kept saying like a regular woman and she was twisting it to mean like an a woman in the literal sense yeah but I think it was just like lost in translation
1: yeah she he took his as like biologically, and he just means like a woman who isn't so dressed up. Exactly.
0: But yeah. So, anyways, they have this huge fight on the way to his parents. We don't get to see his
1: parents. And Mm-mm. that was it. Yeah. I, I thought like that drive looked really pretty.
0: I did too. I was like, oh nice little countryside
1: yeah i thought they looked like their outfits were really cute together yeah yeah it's just hard to like actually like the guy i mean he's between the two he's much more likable and you feel sorry for him but then again he's a nazi
0: (laughs) that's the thing i'm like every time i want to be like okay justin seems like a nice guy i'm like yeah Mm -hmm. with a lack of judgment
1: yeah do you think do you think Nikki would be okay with Justin going to a strip club? I'm sure she would go with him, okay, sure, but I'm just saying like if Justin goes without her, do you think she'd be okay with it, or would she like flip her shit like Jasmine? Uh,
0: I think like Nikki would be a lot more open minded, especially when it comes to that type of work uh-huh, um, just because of like her background and sure. everything, yeah, but at the same time, she's probably gonna be insecure that these are, like, what what did he call them? Regular girls. Regular women, yeah. Yeah, like, I think she might be insecure by the fact that, like, she could ever be that. Mm. But I don't know.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you think Jasmine would flip her shit if Gino goes to a strip club?
0: Well, I guess we find out (laughs) in the next scene. So, uh, I love it when the producers, like, get involved.
1: They when they break the fourth wall, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, this, I think this week's episode with Jasmine is amazing, she's insane,
0: she's so crazy, yeah. And, like, also, why are they having this argument in this weather? And she's in her business attire. <laughs> it's not keeping her warm. Just get in the car.
1: Yeah, no, it was so cold. But I mean, when I mean she's insane, I just, I, I she seems so unstable all the time.
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm yeah i mean zero to a hundred she goes like zero to a million like she's like very she can't control her emotions Mm -hmm. she can't regulate like her she can't keep her jealousy intact or Mm -hmm. as we find out later in the episode but she says that it all stems from being uh, abandoned by her father so she has daddy issues Mm -hmm. but i said who amongst us does not have daddy issues jasmine I don't. And we're not out here screaming in the cold. I don't. Well,
1: yeah, you don't.
0: I do. I have. I feel like I've worked through them. Anyways, um, that's a-
1: another podcast. That's a bonus episode. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you know what I was thinking is, like, she said her dad left her when she was three. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. But then she also said that her dad said that he doesn't love her. He made a mistake by having her. He doesn't want to be involved in her life and all these things. And obviously she's three, so he's not saying that to her face. So why would her mother ever tell her these things? Right.
1: Okay, that's a very good point because she said that he told her mother that. Yeah. And the fact that it gets repeated, I'm sorry, Jasmine, but the abusive parent here is your mom. Yeah, yeah. That is incredibly fucked up.
0: I really dislike when parents do this.
1: um, When they weaponize each other, when they use their kids as weapons. Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. It's just... But he's ugly crying for God knows how long. She needs to, like, pull herself together. But, you know, Gino falls on the sword and basically,
1: like, he's like,
0: I'm sorry, I would never cheat on you. And she, like, calms down a little
1: bit. (laughs) Well, that is the right thing to say during that moment, you know? Yeah, I guess. And then they go home (laughs) and life...
0: (laughs) They go home and now... Do you think Jasmine was really cleaning his apartment?
1: I do. I do think she was cleaning his apartment.
0: But she was also snooping, right? Like 100% she was snooping. She just found the lipstick in his car. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, what else could I find?
1: Yeah. Okay. But she she can do whatever she wants. I guess she lives there now. It's her house now. So, I mean, if you're moving in and you're trying to add all this new stuff that you brought with you and make this house a home, there's going to be things you're going to get into. I guess. Yeah. And um, she found, (laughs) what is it like?
0: A plethora of things. Yeah. She found a
1: napkin from his 40th birthday. So like 20 years ago? Because he's like 52, (laughs) 12 years ago. Okay.
0: But even funnier was that his ex-wife wrote their initials and drew a heart around Uh him at his
1: 40th. She was livid. she was so pissed it was so <laughs> but, awesome
0: but like girl you know he has an ex-wife so who cares like they're not together anymore I know it was so funny and uh, like the funniest part was she found all this stuff and then she she said it she arranged it all at the coffee table <laughs> <laughs> and then Gino comes home she hears the garage open she turns on the vacuum cleaner <laughs> So he gets home, and he's like, oh, babe, you're cleaning. And she's like, have a seat. (laughs) I'm like, oh, Jasmine. It's so funny. Like, he brought all this stuff home.
1: He bought Coco a hat.
0: He bought Coco a hat, but he just, like, throws the hat (laughs) on on Coco's head. I'm like, you know, what the fuck? But anyway, so she... confronts (laughs) you know confronts <laughs> him about his past. It was
1: very dramatic. It was. It was like he was on trial. I li-
0: <laughs> I, li- I like how she had a notebook and um apparently he had written bitches in <laughs> Spanish.
1: Is <laughs> the only word he wrote on there was the bitches. Only word. <laughs>
0: Like This is like comedy gold. Like it was amazing. Yeah, it's probably one of the best scenes this whole season
1: so what, far. No, but she found other than it was the best scene. But other than the napkins, she found something else, right? Oh, a, a, a card, a love card, right?
0: Yeah, she found a card where mm. <laughs> where the the lady said, um, "You pleasure me, uh, or like every sense," and she's like, "Oh, good for you." <laughs> <laughs> And then she found the Kama Sutra, and she was like, look at this, thousands of positions. we've only tried one. And I'm like, oh my god. It was hilarious. It was so funny. It was amazing. Yeah. I, I loved it. Um, oh, but there was one other thing, which I, I was very confused about. Mm-hmm. She showed a picture of Coco and then she showed a picture. Well, they they blurred out the dog's <laughs> face for privacy reasons, but she showed a picture of his ex-wife's dog yes. and she was like, she's trying to copy us, Coco. And I'm like, wait,
1: no, who had the dog first? No, that's not what she was saying. She was saying that he had a type, that, that he only liked a certain type of woman immigrants. And then with a certain looking kind of dog.
0: No, no. But then when she was talking to Coco, she was like, Coco, does she think she can copy us? And then she was like, no, you're very special. And (laughs) And then she had a conversation with Coco and Coco spoke back. and She was like, oh, thank you, Coco. It was so amazing, but not gonna lie, I definitely talk for Winston.
1: Yeah, but Winston doesn't talk back. No, no, you talk for Winston. I talk oh. for
0: him, so I like okay. make
1: up conversations of what he would be saying. You don't do that. I I talk to my dogs, and then they don't talk back to me, or <laughs> or um, or they just do the head tilt things. But uh, I love the head tilt. Jackie would talk for them okay, back to okay. me, but but um but I don't actually talk back. I don't talk for them. You
0: don't say, "I love you, Brooklyn." I love you, mommy.
1: No, no, I don't. No, no. And
0: she said, "You're the most beautiful. You're no. much more beautiful than her." Like, oh
1: god. Yeah, no, I don't do that. That that would be weird. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, no, it was good. Let me ask you this though. If you were to find something from Anon's ex, how pissed would you be?
0: I mean, I'm pretty sure I have previously. I would just give him like a lot of shit for it. I wouldn't really care at the heart of the matter. Like
1: you would tease him, you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, who's this? Mm-hmm.
0: What about you?
1: If I were to find something from jackie's ex Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um no i I actually don't care about stuff like that i've i've never cared i mean i i'm very rational and i just think okay this was before me so obviously that exists
0: i'm pretty sure jackie would care though
1: oh jackie would flip her shit (laughs) if she finds
0: so i hope you don't have any napkins lying around
1: oh i hit i hit all of them very very well
0: (laughs) jackie's gonna kill you as soon as she listens do we have anyone
1: else? Well, no, we're not done with Jasmine and Gino. Jasmine oh, goes that's and true. get her, her nails did with, um with is it Michelle? I think it's yeah. uh, Dana's wife, Michelle. It,
0: and so Dana is his cousin? Uh-huh,
1: or? Dana's his cousin. Okay. And Dana, at first, Dana looks like she's cool and... and, and- Michelle. I'm sorry, Michelle. Michelle mm-hmm. looks like she's someone we can trust, but nope. She's gently... <laughs> gently poking holes and she's gently (laughs) dropping tooth bombs
0: yeah do you think this was part of like the producers were like what do you have what are you guys
1: gonna talk about this whole thing had to have been scripted because we know Gina went to the strip club because there's footage of it, which means producers, the, the, the crew was there. Mm-hmm. So this had to be a part of the storyline where this was scripted.
0: Yeah. And she's like, the day before I came. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love how Michelle convinced her that she was being too, like she was being too hard on Gina. She was being too jealous. Mm-hmm. She needed to like work on her own issues. And then she was like, well, how about we have a our own bachelorette party?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Jasmine's like, what do you mean? What, what what do you mean? And she's like, well, you know, they they went out, and Jasmine's like, like out where? And she's like, oh, there were strippers.
1: <laughs> went out to a strip club, yeah. <laughs>
0: and then Jasmine's like. Dude, i mean like what happens at a strip club like dude
1: Jasmine knows what happened at the strip club
0: and then she's like yeah i mean he probably got touched and i'm like oh girl come on uh. so you can literally see like the murderous thoughts building in her eyes as yeah. like this lady is talking she's like jina <laughs>
1: so I'm sure next
0: week will be great
1: oh next week is gonna be make or break but what is wrong with him going to a strip club nothing nothing right like I don't Give a fuck. I don't care. Why does that matter? But Jackie's not gonna let you go to the strip club. I'm not even trying to go to a strip club. I don't I've I i do not care. I've never been and I don't care.
0: You've never been, we must go for your bachelorette that you don't want.
1: So let me ask you this.
0: Let me see if I can convince Jackie. We can all go together and it'll be fun.
1: Okay. I am we can go. I don't actually care, but I can guarantee you she would she would hate it. Um because not that she would hate going to a strip club, but just the fact that I'm looking at another woman she would hate it
0: I know but it's like like it's not a sexual thing it's like an entertainment thing to yeah
1: me. well she doesn't think that I think that way she thinks that all I do is think sexual things with literally anybody would like but it's like you know I do not I only think that way about three very hot supermodels and that's <laughs> it
0: we won't name
1: names. We won't name names. But yeah, that's um, it.
0: Anyways, um, so that that was it
1: with these yeah. two. Yeah, and then and then next episode is when Gino dies.
0: <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. Yeah. So we can move on to Kentucky. Ha- you've been
1: to Kentucky, right?
0: I have and I've been on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. It's a lot of fun.
1: That's right. Because I feel like I, I told Jackie that you guys went and I said that you said um, it was really awesome but then I was like wait was it Christine or was it someone else which is strange because I have no other friends but you <laughs> I
0: was just gonna say yeah who else bitch um yeah, yeah. no it's really fun it's Kentucky is actually very pretty
1: yeah I heard that too um but yeah so this is day two and Annalie is is about to do all the Kentucky <laughs> things um that Clayton wants her to do um I don't know to be honest I don't know if I like her She's kind of a bitch. She's kind of mean to him.
0: Yeah, she is a little like...
1: She's very dismissive.
0: Yeah, she's like not affectionate with him. Yeah.
1: And she's very... I
0: don't know if I'd say she's a bitch, but yeah, I see. She's giving off a certain vibe. And it's basically like Clayton,
1: just go over there. <laughs> it's it's not... I don't even think, oh, she's not nice to him because she won't kiss him or have sex with him. That's not even what it is. It's just the things that she says to him. I think it's not nice. Um, And I like that he's very rational in, in the way that he speaks to her. And he seems to be very patient. He's not like a weirdo so far. Despite the fact that everything about him and the people around him are weirdos. Yeah, so there
0: could be more.
1: More what? More weird things about him that he's just not showing us. Maybe, but okay.
0: To your point, he seems nice enough. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, so their big issue right now is he, her dad doesn't know about them. Mm -hmm. Which I agree with him. It's fucking weird. We're getting married in three months and your dad doesn't know that I exist.
0: Yeah, and her plan is really stupid. He's stupid. It's like she's saying that she's going to trick her dad into thinking that she met him after she moved to the US but it's Clayton's like, we have to be married in 90 days. So you what you're gonna introduce me as your boyfriend? And then what? Like, yeah. you know, it makes no it's sense. It's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. What is the job? What's the job that her dad thinks she's moved to America for? I don't know. Like what is she qualified She to doesn't do? even speak
1: English. He he has to translate for her.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah, she knows like five words. Yeah. So how is this a believable like cover like none of her family questioned this yeah i don't know and like i'm curious to know like what is her job what's her degree like mm-hmm. how would they believe this story <laughs> so clayton takes her horseback riding but it's not really horseback riding <laughs> They just go to, like, a place and take a little, like, the people walk them Uh around this little pen. It's like my five-year-old niece would do this at the park or
1: something. It's very weird. Maybe he he thought they would go horseback riding, but it was too scary for them or something. (laughs) Maybe. i would be really pissed if somebody took me on a date and we go horseback riding i'd be like fuck that that thing
0: why i love horses because they're
1: ginormous they're huge mm-hmm. they smell they have ginormous penises you
0: don't have to touch it
1: and they just fucking <laughs> shit everywhere no i don't want to it's gross oh my god and I am not want to climb on this giant animal to sit on. No. They give you some steps. I don't care. And then the horse will try to climb it. What is so much <laughs> fun about like sitting on an animal?
0: It is fun.
1: Why? Why is it fun?
0: Because you get to go through the wherever you are. Countryside, the cliffs. It's the terrifying. Trails. My mom and I did it in Hawaii. It was amazing, beautiful.
1: You, you can do the same thing in a cart, in a golf cart. No, you can't. You can't
0: go to all the places that a horse can get. Obviously, horses can traverse in places where vehicles cannot access. But beyond that... Horses are very me. Mm. I love them. Okay.
1: Don't ever take me on a horse. You just, just <laughs> like when you call me, when you call me and I'm like, don't ever call me and don't ever take me up, <laughs> make me go horseback riding. That's
0: what I was going to do for your bachelor no. party. Now we can't take the horses to the strip club. <laughs> God damn it. So
1: they go bourbon tasting. Mm-hmm, that was cool. His sister. His sister's such a bitch for no reason at all.
0: She was such a bitch.
1: His sister looks like she's she's had a rough life.
0: Yeah, I thought it was very generous of
1: Annalie to call her pretty. Jackie and I were like, how? She just looked very classless. Yeah, I mean, her sister looked like she just got out of whatever prison those orange just new black girls. <laughs> Are from. Yeah, and and his sister is just like why do you think his sister also lives in a closet?
0: <laughs> I don't think his sister lives in a closet, but Do you think his um, sister's
1: house has a closet? Maybe she doesn't have a closet. That's why the momless would claim.
0: But she probably has a bathroom. So you
1: know, yeah. she's a step up from other people.
0: No, I think I think that Americans are just very entitled yeah, in general. And I just hate it when like as soon as these people meet these, you know, fiancés, they're like, how do we know you're not using him for a green card? How do we know this? What are you going to do for work? What are you – how are you going to – you know, it's like you were just – born here out of pure chance you know like mm-hmm. if someone wants to come to america you don't understand all the intricacies of of other cultures and other countries and like their lives and difficult scenarios that people have to endure and all these things there's so many factors like even if part of their reasoning is yeah i want to come to america like so the fuck what
1: like how is it affecting you i think i think it's partly entitlement but it's also arrogance because they feel like Americans feel like you have to earn it to be here.
0: That's what I'm saying, which is so stupid, because it's like, bro, you were just born here by chance. Like, it's just pure fucking luck that you're American. So... How, what are you doing? That's so great for America. But it's also you know? the
1: assumption of like these immigrants want to be here. Like these immigrants view being here as a lottery ticket, and to some that's true. But not every not everybody feels that way.
0: Most immigrants that are coming to America is like they want to earn money. Like so they're working. You know, many of them are paying taxes. But not getting any benefit from the government, mm-hmm. so it's like, hello, get your facts straight. First. Well, I
1: think it's 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 there. They for some reason usually assume, stupidly assume that they're all illegal immigrants, which literally is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. makes no sense because they came here by sponsorship by your brother, who is an American. So they're clearly not an illegal. But no. but it's it's the Trump mentality, you know.
0: Yep, it is. Yeah. So.
1: But the sister was annoying. It was Too much,
0: yeah. On the way there, he was saying something like, Um, uh, my sister can be really
1: nice, but she could also be a tough nut or something, or like, Yeah, he said that his sister is jealous of his girlfriends, yeah, which is weird, that's really weird.
0: But like I get it. I have four younger brothers. I get like the overprotective big sister mentality to a degree, but this is way too much. Like, girl, how is this? You don't know anything about this girl. But also, how is it that Clayton is so pissed that his her dad doesn't know about him, but then like apparently he never talked to his sister about her?
1: I know. So it's kind of like oh, okay. I know. I did notice that too. I thought that was Double weird.
0: Standard. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But I mean, okay. But they are meeting now. It's not like he's still keeping her a secret.
0: Well, yeah. You know, it's kind of hard to hide when their mom lives in the closet. It's not like she's gonna be like, <laughs> maybe
1: he wasn't hiding, but maybe it was. He just wasn't super chatty about her. Like maybe she yeah. knew that she existed. She Clayton just didn't share a whole lot of information, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Seems that way. Yeah. But it was very weird that she stormed out crying. <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think that was it. It was a pretty fast episode next week. Mm-hmm. Looks like they're, Clayton and Annalie are going to go get a hotel room so they can get it on. <laughs>
0: yeah, I saw mm-hmm. that. <laughs> and Nick will arrive in Memphis. To meet her parents,
1: right, right, and Gino is gonna go to the strip club, <laughs> all right, as a ghost because he will be dead. Yeah, but I think there's there's more couples, right, Christine? Like we haven't met a few couples. How's that possible? I know, but I think there's more. There's more than just this.
0: Hmm. Well, maybe that means that some people will be leaving. I hope.
1: Maybe, yeah, but there's definitely a couple more couples.
0: Well, can't wait um it looks like there is an episode next week there is
1: yeah i think i i looked and i think there's episodes up until december 4th and then i don't know if that means that's the finale or or if it's like there's a lot more coming up i'm not sure
0: yeah um but you won't be back sunday right? i
1: am back sunday we'll see i might come back with a stripper a 90 day stripper
0: can't wait
1: yeah but what are you doing for thanksgiving
0: I'm going to make dinner for my little family.
1: What are you making? I
0: think I'm going to make Thanksgiving food. Really?
1: Well, there's only two of you. So what are you making?
0: I'm not going to make like a turkey, obviously. I don't cook meat, so.
1: So you're just going to make a bunch of sides?
0: I'm going to make a bunch of sides, but I think I'm going to make, I saw this like interesting um, tofu dish, so I might make that as me.
1: There's no such thing that's interesting tofu. That's, there's no interesting okay, tofu whatever. dishes. Uh, tofu is delicious. It isn't. I'll, we'll I'll see. send you some photos of what I'll be having for Thanksgiving. Is it a taco? I don't know. We'll see. We'll be in Mexico. Just okay. because Just i mean, Mexico doesn't mean I eat tacos 24-7, Christine.
0: What do you eat in Mexico?
1: Everything. They have everything. Okay. Okay. Tune in
0: next week for an undetermined date of release.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where I'll give a thorough feedback of um, my vacation. A review.
0: Hopefully part of the feedback will not be. I found a wedding venue.
1: It will be. (laughs)
0: Okay. All right. Konichiwa.
1: Konichiwa. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of 90 Day Fiance Bay. Find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at 90 Day Fiance Bay and on Instagram at 90 Day Fiance Bay Pod. As always, we appreciate your support. And until next time.